Oh man, he's got us now. There you go. Yeah. So, Mike, what's up, dude? Drag week's up. Yeah. I got all yeah. excited about it. I could I was I was excited, but then when Rye called me at the like the registration moment, I really got geeked up. I was really it was like I was in high school and someone just got tickets to a concert you thought was sold out. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold I, on. Mike, are we the ones breaking the news to everybody that you're doing drag week? This is we're the media uh, outlet that you've chosen. Yeah, we yeah. are professional. I we've guess made so, it. actually. Yeah. Yes, we've worked hard to break this story. Yeah, three people care about that. My <laughs> wife and my They're like, oh, missing another holiday? Okay. Yeah. What holiday does it fall on? It falls on my wedding anniversary. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember <laughs> now. Birthday every single year. Last year uh, I was a hero because I was home for the wedding anniversary and my kid's birthday. And, uh, see i mean that's it you put your time in and today i fixed a toilet which she said like she's like i know you work on cars and stuff but it was really sexy the way you fixed that toilet because you don't yeah. ever, she's like you don't ever do shit at the house <laughs> where you're like look i know the toilet needs fixing you don't have to remind me every six months man oh uh, it was a solid two weeks of me yelling at the kids going come on take the top off the tank and flush that thing <laughs> we're leaving turds floating <laughs> we had a valve situation didn't you yeah yeah and and of course, that was two trips to home depot because they sold I, me the wrong, the, the wrong things and i didn't know any better so oh they did me the same way lowe's got me for a valve it, on the outside of this valve packaging it's like fits 99 of toilets i'm like i'm 99 of fuck people and i go to install it does not work i yeah. somehow break the head of it off when you flush it water straight hit the ceiling i don't know what i did <laughs> it's so bad this is in like, the middle of us trying to sell the house. Well, daughter... it, comes with, it comes with three photos. That's the instructions. It, like, really it, does. it doesn't actually come with paper instructions or even well, like a uh, hold on. I mean, Mike, you know how to tune a carburetor. You should know how to fix a toilet. Ooh, no, I, I don't know dang. nothing about houses. If it's over 12 volts, <laughs> I will burn myself. <laughs> that's why my wife was so stoked. She's like, you know, I, I know you work on cars and that's all cool and everything, but like you fix the toilet, which was on the house not under the house she's like that's sexy that's awesome and i'm like yeah that's not how i wanted to spend my sunday afternoon because i was like rushing i was like all right it's four o'clock i'm gonna fix the toilet i know it's been two weeks i got two hours before that podcast with ryan that other guy and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes! i i went to home Depot, got the thing showed him a picture of the toilet and the part of the toilet that needed replacing came sir why are you hold on let's back this up why are you showing a picture of your turds ladies and gentlemen welcome to the clapped out podcast we just totally blew our intro completely presented by toilet talk is paramount to all of this rye this week, Third Toilet time. Talk, presented by Monster Clutches in association Ooh. with Force Performance, Turbochargers, and Brian Tooley Racing. This week's guest is none other than Michael Finnegan. Mike Finnegan. Mr. Mike. Big Mike. Hey, do you, uh, do you dislike when people call you Big Mike? It's never happened before. Really? <laughs> Ever. Surprising. Uh, Very surprising. A lot of guys, I, for whatever reason, I innately feel like I need to call every Mike I know Big Mike. I don't know what that is. All the mics I know are dicks. Nobody ever called them mics. <laughs> like everybody knows an asshole named Mike. So Finnegan is usually what happens. Oh my god! I love you. It. Doesn't mean I'm not. So, All right, I was we, late to the podcast, right? I need to tell you why. Go on. So, and I apologize, Mr. Finnegan, for being late to your meeting here. 
Um, I apologize <laughs> profusely. So, I apologize for not getting the audio right right off the bat. It's okay. We're all, you know, we're, we're all human. We make mistakes, especially on, me like five minutes ago. It's on brand for us. So you know how I'm tearing this Dotson apart, right? Mm-hmm. This morning I wake up at, at 4.30 in the morning. I couldn't sleep before realizing it was actually 3.30 with the time change. So I'm walking around like a zombie. I get the whole car torn down. The whole day I'm cleaning up, whatever. I finally get ready for the podcast. I fix the chair and I precariously set this 11 quart drain pan on top of two LS cylinder heads. And it was full <laughs> to the it was full to the brim. Like this thing didn't need a top off. And I come upstairs, I assemble my new office chair that my fiance got me. And I go back downstairs and I look under the dots and I'm like, does it have the second radiator in the back? Oh my God. And my entire garage court, my entire garage floor is coated with coolant right now. I nice. apologize for being late. I tried to mop it up. It wasn't and it's, happening. It's, I mean, now you got it out of the way. It's a brand new house, brand new mm-hmm. build. So dude, your, your fucking straw is. No, that's a whole cup. That's a frozen I, I understand. Cup. You just need to let that go. Let it go. It's a good pun. <laughs> I'm so distracted by the cup in this spot. It's a good cup. It's a good cup. Yo, Mike, dogs. you're going on drag week this year, Mike? Way to change the subject. <laughs> you don't have kids, right? You have dogs. So I have two of them. They're the size of children. What do you have that children's cup? It's just kind of like I'm, I identify with her as a character very much so. We're both extremely... Um, I've never seen the movie, so I have no references. I can't what? even lie my way out of it. What are you surprised about? How many times have you seen it? I have three daughters. Take Fair. a wild guess. Probably more Fair. times than I can count. Mr. Finnegan, have you seen the movie Frozen? Oh, yeah. yeah. I have sons and I've seen it. Yeah. I feel I feel so terrible. Yeah, you should. All right. Let's Wait. just let's live stream the movie. See how long it takes us to get kicked <laughs> off every single platform. Let's see how Mike, how far, how much of that song can you sing? Ready go. Uh, I just know, <laughs> let it go. That, that's all. Nailed it. Um, all right, let's round this back. We are, the ADD is so strong. Yes, mainly with me. Drag Week 2022. Fike Minigan is going to be there. <laughs> he's he's showing out. He's doing it. Are you going to be cool with me being your personal assistant the entire time? I don't think that's legal. Have you read? No, the- no, no. I mean, just like to tend to your every need. Like, if you need a water, I'm there. There's nothing the- in there that says he can't bring you like hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs. You want a hot dog? I got your hot dogs. Like no, nachos you- or something like that from the stand. No. You know? You've thrown it out there. That's pre-planning the help. You can't do that. <sighs> With nachos and cheese is pre-planning help? Yeah. If you do it every day, that means I didn't plan to feed myself every day. <laughs> you did. That's <laughs> equivalent to you riding in another car and carrying my luggage. Like you can't do that, dude. Okay, so I can't be carry your luggage. Up. Like I think if it was a hot dog the first day. But a corn dog the second day. Then this it's is like, well, this is spoken by this is spoken from a true winner. I mean, he has won his class in drag week, so he yes. knows that now all eyes are upon him, and they're going to be scrutinizing him <laughs> for the entire event to look for any little slip up. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. All right, I rescind my offer to be assistant. I'm going to be the rule enforcer upon you the entire time. Here's what I want to know. I'm going to come up with measuring tapes for no reason. What car are you bringing, Mike? I, I don't know. <laughs> same, same. I don't know. The uh, the caddy What's... won't be done. Okay. Um, so that's out. Can't get parts. Um, Firebirds a maybe. Um, it's proven. Could be back together in time, but I, I gotta admit, like I, I don't have a lot of motivation to bring that car because the class is so small. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. um that unless like a bunch of gassers showed up to race that i'd be down to race then but so i don't want to go if there's three cars <clears throat> so if the gasser class understand the gasser class might be small but are you what's the record for a six speed or six shift car at drag week right now do you hold it oh i don't know i wouldn't think so because the quickest i've ever gone at drag week was a uh, eight five two i think you might there's got to be somebody quicker than that i don't know that there is and the reason i'm asking is uh part of the North Carolina clap out collective, um, a buddy of mine, Taylor Hedrick, uh, wired up a car for him. He is registered with a two valve Mustang with a six speed. And he is, uh, asked me personally, he's like, is Finnegan going to drag week? I said, yeah, he is. I don't know what car he's taking, but I think he wants to try for six speed or, uh, H pattern shifting domination. At yeah, I don't have a six speed. I wish I did. I've debated putting one back in the car just because on the highway, it's kind of noisy. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward yeah, to it. I honestly don't know. Um, and here's the thing is they, they kind of half-assed made a stick shift class for drag week. Yeah. Like I, I was trying to like push like, Hey, just make an actual stick class and put everybody in it. As long as they have an H pattern, any combo or whatever, <laughs> just put everybody in it and make it an actual class. And, and they didn't do that. What they've had over the years is, at the end of drag week, after you finish, they have a shootout of all the yeah. stick cars that want it. Well, they're they're still doing that. Um, and they've uh it's now, I think it's now in the rule book that they have mm-hmm. that. It wasn't in it before, I don't think. Um, but they didn't make a stick class, which is what I was hoping for. Cause I wouldn't sign up for a gas with my car again unless there was a bunch of a gas cars to race. Um, so yeah, so like right now, I don't know. I would love to drive the car again. I miss driving it, it's been broken for like two years. Why don't you just but... drive the clapped out car this year? It's gonna be real safe. It's gonna have, I haven't called an LTD again, Fike. I right, swear to god, it's man. Fine, whatever it is, a caprice. <laughs> is it? I thought it was a it's fair a, one or something. It's, Shut a, up, it's a caprice, it's a limited edition, it's a box Chevy. Cream pie yellow box Chevy. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think you should be the, the resident pilot of that car. I mean, it's so going to be no RX-7. Man, the RX-7 is super cool. And it's also, the, I would rather drive anything but that thing for drag week. It's so obnoxious. Like When I made like three total hits in the car last year, it felt like it was just going to all come apart. It was the most terrifying experience. It wasn't fast. It was just the whole thing did not feel like it was stable <laughs> so i think i think we need to back up and explain like to everybody my car, yes absolutely I think, we need, I think we need to back up and explain to everybody that i'm not the driver for drag week logan is the registered driver for drag week you registered me as the driver well i registered you as the as the name and then i panicked oh, because man. i didn't know what we were taking you already shot us in the foot with that one bub i put my name down as the race driver and then I filled everything out as like blah blah blah, but it's your name on the registration. So. This is how like this is how fast I was trying to get this stuff in the boxes on that form. I accidentally ordered a large ladies t-shirt. Like I was <laughs> just whatever. Yes, because yes. like so I, I historically I'm bad at getting registered. I'm usually not around when it happens, or I didn't know it happened, or whatever. But this year I was like, I know what day it is, and. I was supposed to be on an airplane, but that got changed. So I was home. I had the laptop fired up. I had the link in front of me. I'm hitting refresh. 
And four minutes after nine, I'm still hitting refresh. Yes. Yes. Where did everybody deal with this? And finally, I scrolled down and was like, son of a bitch. They put it under the photo. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> Just throw everything in. I was like, there's no way I'm getting in. Well, apparently nobody else noticed that you had to scroll down to get to the actual link. So yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, nine minutes in, it was still open. And, and mm. it was funny as all these people online were like, Oh, see, Dragwick's dying. It didn't sell out as fast as it normally does. I'm like, nobody could find the link, too. Exactly. Yeah. I had to search Motor Trend's website at, at 902, click and refresh, refresh, refresh. I'm like, something's going on. And I had to search the website for Drag Week 2022. And then the first link was Drag Week registration is now open. I'm like, oh shit, here it is. And I'm on one laptop registering myself and Logan. And then my wife is on another registering for my friend Scott, who was my co pilot before. And Scott's coming with his own car. And on our computer, or on my computer, I start filling everything out. And my wife is like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, she's using a different browser than I use. And because of like the history or whatever, it didn't update the page. So she, I hand her the laptop. I'm like, here, fill this shit out. She's like, what's the insurance? I'm like, one, two, three, four. What's the license number? One, two, three, four. I don't give a fuck. Fill it out. <laughs> I need insurance? Oh, yeah. But they don't yeah. care. You got to put it in, but they're going to verify it all when you get there. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. They should so, wait till then. Because <laughs> <laughs> classes, like everything can change once you get there. Yeah. The okay. names, basically the names are the only thing that matters really okay, at the end of yeah. it, all of it. So, but no, we, uh, we got in, um, we're taking plan A is Logan's Caprice. And then uh, my friend Scott Sublet, AKA Scott from Drag Week is bringing his split bumper 1972 Camaro. He's on the fence of whether he's going to run uh big block um street race power adder or or uh super street we're registered for unlimited right yes that's what i put good in. i'm yeah. coming for all of them <laughs> they're all gonna die i don't care that it'll it'll be interesting to see oh yeah yeah we we know we know we're bracing to go toe to toe i don't i don't know i'm totally new which is the ignorance <laughs> is helpful right now okay so back in the day you could register for unlimited and there were advantages to doing that you got your own line during tech, you know, on Sunday to like get through. And then, you know, unlimited, you got to run pretty much whenever you wanted. Um, cause usually cause you were automatically an impound, but when Freiberger and, and myself and some of the other people were attacking back in the day, we made it so that you had to have a mod that stuck you in unlimited. You couldn't yeah. just, you couldn't just choose to be an unlimited, you know? So like, um, um, for example, if we just showed up and the car didn't have a hood on it, yeah, it had to be like you, you had to be do something else, like your firewall, <laughs> you know, like stuff Done. like that. That's easy. Yeah, yeah. Give me a and challenge. So, over the years, I, I think you know, they got a little lax in, in doing that. If you just kind of wanted to be in it, there were there were cars in it that you know obviously weren't competitive. And For so, stock 01 Tahoe, yeah. But hey, dude, my uh, my 66 Suburban was an unlimited one year before I owned it. <laughs> Because the dude that owned it, Sean, his unlimited car wasn't done. So he brought his 66 Suburban and basically drank beer all week and just made one hit, you know. And Man, you know, who would cool. ever do something like that? I can't um, think of anybody. awful. Hooligans. Um, <laughs> but, this, but this year, I have a feeling they're not going to just let people in unlimited that don't have cars that are competitive. In fact, yeah. they went and stuck ET limits on stuff. Like, you have to ha have a cert that's like 999 or greater for greater than for a lot of the classes. So it Sounds like a challenge that we're willing to accept. How fast is Lieutenant Dan? I mean, sorry, the Caprice. How dare you? It's real fast. It's got a stock 305. Makes about 112 horsepower right now. 
It's not a big but, deal. It just needs a little bit of tweaking here and there. That's a pretty lofty assumption to assume that we're prepared. There, Mike. Yeah. And the RX-7, no? I mean, I mean we're, sucks. Listen, I mean, it's not a drag week car. It's There's too many. I want to fit as many bros <laughs> in this unit as possible. And the RX-7 is a two-bro unit. The Caprice is a four-bro situation. You know, it is, but that's what you do when you're like, oh, man, I don't want to lose, so let me just take this thing that can't win. You know? Yes, absolutely. I that's, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. That's not what I'm planning to do at all. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is whatever class – actually, it doesn't matter. I'll be the – we will have the fastest car at every track every single day. There's no one that can beat us. And I'm putting, tender. Like what, what just in general. There's not a single vehicle on any of those properties that can compete with what we're bringing which is what I'm telling myself every evening before I go to sleep. You remember that crazy guy that raced uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week with the Tesla against Uncle Chet? Yeah, the uh, older guy? Yeah, that's Logan's approach to Drag Week, basically. I didn't see that. Is that a thing? Yes. Pick up an old person? and bring No, up- no, no. There's like an old dude that showed up in like a Porsche uh, Macan or something like that and basically ran. Yeah, Chet did a whole docuseries on it. Yeah, he ran like 1,700 feet in a 1,320-foot track. And almost ended up in the gravel, but the dude was out of his mind. And then he disappeared dis- too. Yeah, disappeared, fell off the face of the earth. You haven't seen any of that stuff? It's kind I, of wild. I've it's heard wild. He, Chet, I met the Chet guy and I heard he was looking for this guy. Like he legit he did like so. Chet he funded his own, like it's literally like an A and E level biopic about trying to find this dude and like went on this like true crime journey to figure out who he really was and like what his whole deal was. And if I was more prepared, I would have watched the docuseries, but I've only watched bits and pieces of it. It was amazing. But, you see but, it? <laughs> but like the five seconds my attention span could keep up, I was like, oh, dude, he, this is cool. And then a squirrel ran by and I was over it. It was very, very, very bizarre encounter with the guy. But to, to rewind back, he like showed up at one of the Rocky Mountain Race Week events and wanted to race Garrett or Cletus. And <laughs> He was like, no, nah, that's not what this event's about. And he's like, I don't care. I want to race you. I've seen you on TV. I'm faster than you are. And he's like, why don't you race Chet? And Chet had a Tesla. And the dude showed up in a Porsche Macan. And the dude was doing, like, dry hops and, like, test hits in the pits around people. Like, he thought that was the cool thing to do, you know? Well, and I mean, very bizarre cool. human being. That is what Logan is trying to achieve. What Logan's going to do? And yeah, it, yeah. also, it's the whole goal, I think. For wait, 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 wait. No, no. Is, Why are you sticking this all on me? Like, you have this is what you told me. No, I'm trying to make he's trying to make rounds. So you're trying to put a face on, like, I'm a professional, Mike. Remember, I promise you that I've always been by the book. I'm a rule no, follower. No, no, no. You also are trying to make me as uncomfortable as possible for the entire week. Yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. I make you, yeah. that's like my job within the confines of Clapped Out, though. So the, give you the anxiety. Seven second Mustang not going, the, no. the RX7, you wouldn't sell me. Not going. You can buy it right now. I'll sell it to you right now. Uh, you're bringing. Don't say it, Lieutenant Dan. Don't you dare say it. Don't you dare. <laughs> no, say we're, it. we're not going to show up with a 14 second car. If that's no, what we're going to, it'll be a, it'll be a quick ripper. It's going to be, it's going to be rowdy. Yeah. Cause like, no offense to everybody out there. Like never forget. This is trying to find the fastest street cars, you know? Yes. I think some hey, people forget that. Will your streetcar have a smoothie maker in the backseat and still go single-digit ETs, Mike? Here's, oh, here, Logan. Well, I, just, singles, I, just, huh? I just thought of this. What if just we wondering, be- are you going to be able to make a smoothie down track? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the blender when I'm crossing the 660s, what I'm saying. What <laughs> if we can be the fastest and quickest four-door? I don't think there's got to be. The Volvo goes sixes. Yeah, Unless there's a... 
Oh yeah, the, the damn yeah. Volvo. Yeah, Volvo's such a see. See, awesome you're trying to car. be the guy. You're trying it's... to be the like. Oh, I'm the quickest LS with a hydraulic roller on a Wednesday with only 280 on the seat. Like, <laughs> like, stop making these records. <laughs> like, hey, look, if we can't win, we gotta set goals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But no, we're not we're not gonna show up and be boring. I'll tell you that. You no, know, I remember you as a guy that wouldn't even make fun of people with squatted trucks, and you're over here making yeah, fun of our, yeah, what's up with that? Our hydraulic I, I, roller I, on a Wednesday record. Now that they've made the Carolina squat illegal in the oh, Carolinas. Man. Are you gonna march for that? Are you gonna march against the legalization legalization of Carolina squat? There's nothing wrong with Carolina squat. They banned it. But if you show up to drag week with it, you better be trying to go fast, not just showing up. That's what I'm saying. Ooh, the fastest Carolina squatted caprice with a hydraulic roller LS. 280 see what was the other stimulation on a wednesday okay on wednesday no the game plan is for real to not the car is not going to be i'm not going to bring a car that's slow but the the mark of like how fast we can make this car in the time period number one we have in the budget we have number two is going to be a question mark i we the car doesn't have a cage it's going to need a cage and i don't know anyone that makes the drop in b body 1978 to 1991 caprice roll cage like I've, we gotta take it to a chassis shop there's a lot of stuff that has to come together to make it happen but i think we can make it okay all right yeah as a as a fan pains me to say that yes uh, whoa <laughs> <laughs> i was open yeah. to the rx7 i was you know yeah. i love the car i don't like the rotary and so <laughs> the fact that you don't have a rotary in an rx7 makes me happy and i was yes. like oh, yeah let me see this thing run and now you're telling me we're not gonna run i will absolutely sell you the car right now live on the air you can buy it you can take it to drag week and when it goes very well for you i'll applaud you and feel jealous no i wouldn't do that to you That's but why do you hate it wait what's wrong with this thing? i don't hate it it's the the car has been through so many changes again add and i didn't even have a chance to really shake it out last year like I thrashed and thrashed and thrashed when I finally had all the parts together to get the car ready. And it was literally every single night after work, all my weekends were given up for three, four, five months in a row to finally get the thing done. And I go to the track and I was able to make three hits on a private test session. The first pass, the car caught on fire, which was cool. The, on the shutdown, someone forgot to drain the catch can and on the shutdown, the catch can let go all over the downpipe with so it was a grease fire which if there's ever a, like a very like high tension situation that i have to get out of i'm dead i'm a dead man so you guys better bail me out like get some sort of ripcord situation because if there's an in if i can play back the in-car footage of that fire it took me seven and a half minutes to get out of my harness like when you like, tried to pull the fire suppression system but you forgot to pull the pin I ripped the whole faceplate <laughs> off my dash because the pin was still locked. So I just ripped the whole thing off the dash. Oh, Thank you're God. that guy that has a fire system, but doesn't take the pin out before you make a hit. Yeah. So the pin, the pin, the pin was out of the the pole. The pin was still in the bottle under the dash, and I completely <laughs> forgot about it. So I'm like, come on! But the, it was actually a good thing it didn't go off because the fire really was. It's it's really weird to say it wasn't a bad fire, but it really wasn't a bad fire. So had so I, did your, your engine fill the puke tank on every hit? No, it was. I don't want the car then. Was, <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He dynoed the whole thing and never emptied the puke tank. Yeah, I dynoed it. We, uh, I mean, we were. And the other thing is, I pulled the. I didn't tell you this, Fry. This happened today, actually. I go to pull a dipstick uh, out of the trans while it was idling, just to check fluid level. And my catch can is also my trans overflow. I don't have a drain back for my trans. It's just all one big tank. 
and it, and my trans was slightly overfilled by a, a lot of courts. So the, <laughs> I think the problem was more trans fluid. And when I was pouring it out at the track before I got ready for the second hit, I was like, that's really red oil. But I just pretended like it wasn't a big deal and made another hit. But the car caught on fire. It went 880s on fire. And then it went 860s. And then it went 850s. And we never had a chance to really, we were making like 27 or 28 pounds of boost. And we built the combo for 60. So we haven't, we haven't really had a chance to, to lean on it or get anything short, sorted on the short track. So, but and, and I get like, you know, when you get to that point, you've worked on it so hard, you got to walk away and take a break from it. Did you rip the car apart or are you going to come back to it at some point and go, all right, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to have fun with the car and iron out the kicks. Yeah. That's you the thing. I, I fired it off yesterday and I was actually, I was walking into the store talking to Rye. Uh, I never took the car apart after the track day. I put it up on jack stands and let it sit over winter, drain the water out of the radiator and let it sit. And then yesterday was the first time I had a like a piece of junk eBay style throttle body on it. It would idle at like 2200. So I put a Wilson throttle body on it, new TPS, fired it up yesterday. And it was like this rejuvenation of like, oh, here we go. I have been messaging all, uh, all winter. All I've heard is, I can't wait to sell this thing. I can't wait to sell this thing. I and still then he, can't. I'll sell it And tomorrow. then yesterday, okay. he's like, oh, now I remember why I love this car. Yeah, I was going to say why. I mean, I get I get being burned out on a project, but like, why would you sell it? Like, it seems pretty fucking cool. I think the it, you get to a point where you look at what monetarily you could get for something like that and what joy it would bring other areas of your life. Like, I look at that as a giant savings account that... You know, if I take it out to the track and I put it into the wall, like that's a big part of my like net worth that just would blow up in front of me. Um, and living on the edge like that doesn't make me feel very comfortable financially. And then I like look at my dogs who don't have a yard to run in because I'm too cheap to put a fence up. And I'm like, man, I could sell that car and I could at least buy a fence for the house, <laughs> like stuff like that. But then I started up and I'm like, screw the dogs. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Do you know how much a fence is? <laughs> like five grand right now. Yeah. I'm maybe yeah you got five granica borough well you gotta oh well, don't talk about it be about a shitbox dotson you just bought okay we're gonna throw barbs we're gonna throw barbs buddy oh here we go here we where's go. your car Hi. and your car's in a storage a sweat box storage unit yeah and i'm gonna tear it all apart because you're afraid to race me this year and i got a laundry list of parts coming in and guess what else i have i have I a know. fence and weird I don't looking have pubes. dogs. <laughs> weird looking pubes. The good news is I you're 10 years my elder, so I have a decade to catch up. I'll get there. I promise. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's, just, that's just hurtful. Yeah, no, you're fine. I'm, you look I'm young. used to it. I'm used to it. No, I mean, for her. For Ryan. <laughs> Whoa, her? What the fuck is going on here? I'm at him. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I've had half a beer. Excuse me. New I can't wait. I can't assy. wait to just torment you for a week straight in close quarters. Oh, it's gonna be, be so much fun do you guys live anywhere near each other no, no we he's, kill each other he's in kentucky and i'm in uh, eastern north carolina yes we're both in terrible locations as you can probably tell by the fucking four-wheelers running around outside right now we have high quality microphones i can't hear them oh. yeah no, I hear you. All right. no a harrier jet flies over your house yeah i can hear them. yeah yeah i live next to a military installation so whenever logan and i talk it's helicopters and aircraft and low flying aircraft it's very loud but no we don't live anywhere we see each other like once a year maybe we didn't see each other all of 21 is very sad yeah oh there's a hole in my heart which is why we started buying each other ridiculous things oh dude this is the best like this i bought him a weasel 
He got me a, a fully mounted weasel with a broken ankle off of fucking eBay. <laughs> it's a good weasel, man. I, I, I hid it on the mantle in our house for three days. Before, or no, it was about two days before my wife. Should we it. bring Mike into the fold of terrible gifts? <sighs> I don't know if Mike is going to give Finnegan us his address. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. We'll figure it out. He's got, here's the thing. We can forward it to his fan club, which currently has 50,000 more followers on Facebook than clapped out, if you're wondering, Rye. Because I went to tag him and it's Mike Finnegan's fan club and it's got like 120,000 people that are fans of him. There's a fan club? There is a, it's got 120,000 likes. What, what do you mean there's a fan club? I, there's a Mike Finnegan's fan club on Facebook. I swear to God. Oh, no, no, the fan page. Fan I'm sorry. page, yeah. I, I was like, who started a fan club? <laughs> all right, opportunity. Scene. I was like, I see you post there all the time. Yeah, that, I know. I, I just never heard it. What's called it called? That. Mike Finnegan. What? Mike Finnegan I, fan page. It's a fan page. I screwed up. So when I joined Facebook, I didn't know any better, and I was just like, I just said yes to everybody. And thanks to Roadkill, pretty quickly it, it maxed out at five thousand, and I was like, ah, shit, what do I do? And somebody was like, you, you're an idiot. You need to start a fan page, dude. So this I, beard on your cover photo. This is a full lush beard situation you had going on. Really, dude. Look at that beard on this guy. Uh, that's old. Look, there's no gray in it. That one's old. Dude, there's a little gray. It's a touch Carbon of Carbon monoxide hadn't turned it all gray yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get in before you, you hit the 5,000 limit there. This well, and the crazy part is like, so, you know. <laughs> no. He shared it and said T minus 25 minutes until I hang out with Ryan and the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dickhead. Oh, okay, sorry to me to interrupt. I just oh, said that was broken. That's my favorite. Whatever, man, dude. You're not getting a weasel for Christmas. That's what you get. Uh, I'd rather have like I'm not even gonna say. Never mind. A coyote. <laughs> I get you coyote right now. No, yeah. I just I, I immediately when you showed me the weasel, I immediately thought of a white elephant Christmas gift exchange one year that culminated in a pillow with a silkscreen image of Nicolas Cage's face on it. Dude, I, so. <laughs> okay that sounds like a wonderful <laughs> gift my did you get the gift did you get the pillow uh, no <laughs> i have one just like that so my wife what? whoa what? no 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 not a pillow but a gift that came out just like that uh, so my wife took my uh daughter to like it's called raleigh it's in raleigh north carolina um it's kind of like comic-con so it's but it's on a, like a smaller scale so she went there uh and my cousin also went there my cousin's like 25 i think isn't phil anyway so he picked up for a, a you okay it's an oven mitt with jeff goldblum from the <laughs> from the fly the like fly. screen printed all over it in like the sexy pose oh it's awesome and he comes up to my wife and he's like here I got Rye this. I got your husband this. You still have it? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so my wife goes, hey, Hi, neighbors, Philip got you. <laughs> Philip got you this. And I was like, okay. And I morning, said, I, you're just waving. I start laughing. And she's like, is there some backstory to this? I was like, no idea. No, no, there's no backstory. It's just, Did you? Were you guys ever exposed to the Jeff Goldblum's watching you poop? No. no. Okay. <laughs> so this originally happened i want to say yeah i was still i was still in high school no, i was out of high, high school era hike school I, yeah height school where i got stretched out oh that sounded terrible so 
<laughs> oh man. So I take, I sit down on the John at work one day and I look and on the back of the stall door is a picture of Jeff Goldblum with a meme caption that says, Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop. And it became this giant thing in the Chicagoland suburbs where like you couldn't take a shit without Jeff Goldblum staring at you. It was a website. Jeff Goldblum is watching you poop. It's him from the fly <laughs> just staring at you while you shit. And you could go to the website and print it out. That's pretty good. Got to use that like 15 years ago when uh, they had to lock all the doors in the office. Um, and uh, and you had to like go up to the front desk when you wanted to poop and get the key. <laughs> signed up for it. And uh, I, I walked into work one day and it was like on the office was like on the 12th story of this building and um the floor was shared um with the magazine company and i forget who else anyway i walk in one day and i'm like you know the bathroom door's locked oh yeah you gotta sign out for the key i'm like why and they're like someone's been shitting on the walls of the bathroom (laughs) and i'm like what and they're like yeah someone's been crapping on the walls of the bathroom why what why sounds not like upper decking the toilet i guess on the wall on the wall yeah it's yeah. just, this just sounds. I have so many stories just like, like that. Cartman like Cartman when he 20 years on the walls of poop. Well, for 20 I, years in the military, I can. I hadn't, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I hadn't seen it, but you know, very quickly, everybody just started getting self conscious because if you went a lot during the day, everyone knew it. You, know? <laughs> you, had to, you had to walk past everyone and get the key from the receptionist. Oh, I'm Did going to break down who was doing it. Did they ever figure out who the culprit was. No, but there, there was like a damn near mutiny to the point where they finally had to relent and just unlock the doors, right? But for like a couple months, like the mad crapper just never appeared. <laughs> it was all good. The day they unlocked the doors, he shit on the walls again. <laughs> we had one where we were on a deployment and it had like a communal, the communal bathroom. But there was always somebody who would not flush and they would not use toilet paper. Stop talking about yourself, oh, man. Six months of a deployment. We're like, who is doing this? Who's shitting and not wiping? Are they wiping and going to the next stall and tossing it? They have to be. <laughs> you can't not wipe. You ever not wipe and walk around? Like, you ever been in an urgent no wipe situation? There's no way you're comfortable. No, in I'll give up. I pay a lot of money for my fancy socks. I will sacrifice a sock in an instant. I'll not pay $7 good. to wipe my ass. Or just use the toilet paper. That's well, right if I'm, I'm saying if, if I'm out. But we weren't out of toilet paper. It was somebody who was just, I don't know, maybe they had like those, you know, the, you ever get the clean break? Or just kind of like. No way he had six months of clean breaks. There's My no oldest way. son refused to wipe for the longest time when he was like around six. He's like, <laughs> Dad, I don't need to wipe. I poop clean. I I'm can't like, wait till he's 18 and walks back and watches this. And Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> nobody poops clean, son. Dad, I poop clean. And one day, like I'm in there and I'm like, all right. Show me. I'm, no, oh, no, no, that's not how it like, He volunteered. That's a clean poop, he bent over, and I was like, son of a bitch, your butt's clean. <laughs> well, all right. I guess, uh, you know. Whatever works, man. I feel the need. If not, uh, you know. <laughs> He's four years older now and apparently eating Fruity Pebbles because now he wipes. I was going to say, this is some superior genetics right there. Using yeah. 100% efficiency. I was jealous. <laughs> I mean, do- my dogs don't wipe, and they have clean breaks every time. Frank has a permanent clean break butthole. It's like a razor blade in his butthole that just cuts. Do they have you tell yourself when he licks your face? Like, yeah, do, always, yeah, exactly. Do they have yeah. clean breaks or do they just lick their own asshole all day? Uh, if you, if Frank could get to his own asshole, I'd be impressed. The dude's all—he's fully girth. He can't turn <laughs> left without walk taking seventeen steps. Yeah, but he scoots his butt against the floor every now and then. There's just like, shit stains all over my floor. Yeah, you're, you don't see it, but it's, yeah, you're not it's home bad. all day. Yeah, right. 
Yes. <laughs> that is fair. The ring doorbell knows. <laughs> the ring camera. I'll tell you what, I think we should do more podcasts about shit. I feel like it really is our forte. Yeah. It's very on brand. It'd be shitty, that's for sure. Let's bring it back <sighs> yeah. now. Let's bring it back to cars. So, all right. So, you, you don't know what you're taking. We at least know what we are taking, and well, we're not going to show up and suck. I said that. Know what we're taking. And uh, as Logan and I's discussion earlier today, like if need be, the Mustang could be put back together. But uh, uh, don't let me pressure you. You can show up and suck. I, uh, you know, I just really wanted to see you know, the speedy cars. I don't want to hear this judgmental Judy from the dude that got cool stuff banned from Unlimited. Like you just told me a dozen stories about how you brought shit boxes to Unlimited for fun in years past, and you're like, you better not do it this year. Oh, you better my- not. I, I've never been unlimited. I've never been that cool. I'm sorry. You're suburban. You had a friend that brought that was before I owned it. So that's okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs> Guilty by association. When I when I bought it from him, actually we traded. When I traded him for it, it still had the A on the windshield. I was like, hell yeah, that's hell yeah. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Uh, yeah, we have something figured out. You have nothing figured out. I feel like we're ahead of the game. We've already won, honestly. I feel like a winner already. Dude, why don't you take the uh the short course truck. This is the look of man who hadn't thought about that. That would be super rad. Or is it the look of a guilty man that knew he was taking that already? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. No, We're nobody. Detectives. Wants, I'll tell you why I wouldn't take it. Nobody wants to ride shotgun on that truck. It is way too hot. I'm, dude, Put I'm, your hand down, Rye. All right. Uh, Shit, man. Sorry, dude. I'll, John L can ride with you and I'm in. Uh, come here first take a ride in it for about 10 minutes and then say you still want to ride in it because it is an oven oh i i've worked in the deserts of the middle east for oh here we go you're being paid for that fair it still wasn't (laughs) worth it (laughs) (laughs) and now i'm being paid for that for the rest of my life so yeah technically i'm still getting paid god man would the short course truck outrun the lieutenant dan oh Uh, dude in its current form yeah. It did go thirteen ninety nine. Why are we calling it Lieutenant Dan? What is that? Because he wants to fight on site. It's because he wants to fight on site. That's why. <laughs> all I've seen is like a yellow caprice. Internet. And uh, it's... you know when I when I first saw it, I'm like, is that a Fairmont? Or, oh, I dude, I hate. I, I don't know what this deal with Fairmonts is. I do not like Fairmonts. I think they're hideously ugly cars. You know, I don't know. I've never seen a just butternut whatever yellow caprice before it is a little bit butternut isn't it so i assume fairmont when i see that god awful color um, <laughs> it's a terrible color it's it's got the hubcaps from the caprice that was in the sabotage video from bc boys if you uh, if you put the oh, little red good. light on the top of it that's what my that's what i wanted to do i wanted to wear just like short sleeve collared shirt with a black tie cut this into a, just a Fu Manchu mustache and some big aviator sunglasses and just ride around screaming sabotage. You see, I'm the, the black sheep, though. I like Chris Farley black sheep with a Caprice. That's That was my take. I'm a huge Chris Farley fan. Yeah, so it might be a nitrous car when we show up. Oh, I haven't thought about that. No, it won't be. I can't do nitrous. I don't have the, I don't have, my anxiety is well, already. Now, well, you, now that you lowered it all sweet it's and stuff, we so can't, low. we can't do the street freak the way that the chris farley uh black sheep cop car looked so little known fact about b bodies right so 78 to 95 <laughs> is all the same chassis and when you buy lowering springs they tell you that it's all the same it's not the same the shocks <laughs> the shocks in the rear if you buy like the lowered shocks 
I never measured because it's me. We we go to put the springs in, and there's like seven inches to the frame. Like you, we had to ratchet strap the rear end to the body to get the <laughs> springs in there before we lowered it down on the rack. If I hit a set of railroad tracks, those springs are gone. They're absolutely gone. They're coming out from underneath that car. <laughs> so I might leave it like that for drag week. There's got to be a couple of sweet jumps, right? We just put, you know, just put, we don't limit them. Just put tethers on the springs so we are yeah. forced to get out of the car. <laughs> they fall out. They just dangle behind the car. <laughs> like chains on a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> that was unmarried. Car's just dragging on the road. Congratulations, you're stuck, man. No, I don't. But for real, I don't. The Fairmont deal. It's just a Fairmonts have a Fox body engine bay and suspension and everything, right? It's all yep. Mustang. Okay, yep. they were That's Fox bodies before Fox bodies were Fox bodies. Technically, here's yeah. a quick question: Where did the term Fox body come from? Oh. I'm not a Mustang guy. That's crazy. I I have no idea. I have too many of them in my life, and I don't even know the answer to that question. Well, it's the Fox platform, but I don't know. Yeah, because it was uh, the Fairmont came out in 1978, and then I believe, and then the Mustang debuted in Fox Body '79. So. In reality, the Fairmont is the predecessor. It is the OG. Ford often used animal names as their code names for different chassis. The late 70s saw the release of the Fairmont on Ford's Fox chassis, which the 1979 Mustang was then built upon. Hence the term Fox chassis or Fox body Mustang. And continue that with calling a motor coyotes. And then they call it the voodoo. Yeah, voodoo is not an animal. Is there a voodoo animal? Is it a Pokemon? I think it's voodoo animal would be like bury your chicken in your backyard. And <laughs> that's what voodoo is, right? You know, yes, maybe. Yeah. Voodoo dolls. There's voodoo dolls you stick pins in. That's right. The that's a thing. No, that's the goo goo dolls. With arms wide open. <laughs> that's not the goo goo dolls. <laughs> Who's that? Wrong bad band. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard? Iris by Goo Goo Dolls. No, That's no, a jam. Scott, the Scott Stapp singing the Marlins baseball team. Oh my team god, I can't song. Marlins roar or Marlins soar, whatever one it is. <laughs> no, you've never heard that. When you're done, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna message you on Facebook. I'm gonna send you the link. You have to hear Scott Stapp from Creed. He sang the song for the Florida Marlins major league baseball team, and it is awful. Let's get Scott Staff to be his co-pilot for Drag Week. It he is. might he can, be available. Didn't he go off the off the rails there? We'll good. figure it out. We'll no, get back. He, he tried to go off the top of a building, but was not successful. So they caught what they do. They <laughs> wrangled it. Yeah, the rails were at the bottom. Did they, did, they, did, they, did they lasso him? What happened? I don't know how it all went out, but uh, we yeah, talking about the same Scott Staff, Creed Scott Staff. Yeah, he lost his marbles like a while back. Well, I mean, you can only keep your arms that wide open for so long before they got to get closed up, man. Yeah, right. Speaking of um, crazy 90s bands where the singer went off the rails, did you know that the lead singer of Puddle of Mud got arrested like 39 times for being a drunk guy on airplanes? Yes. yes. Like, that's what he's like. Heard that. His his like fetish is getting hammered on airplanes and getting hammered and gets on an airplane, too. Like, <laughs> what was the I, always... I just read that recently. I was like, was it always sunny? When, who's there? The, the where they're oh, they the hammered, yeah. They try to do the, the Wade Boggs thing. The Wade Boggs thing. <laughs> Have you is. ever been hung over on an airplane or waiting for an airplane? Oh, it's mm. awful. It is the worst. It is the worst. I got into an airplane flying out of Arizona State University, and I was like, while I was there, I was epitome of bro while I was at the we got thrown out of a frat the night before. Anyway, 
I wake up late for my flight and I couldn't see straight. Everyone in the terminal was like, this kid, I had to just smell. Like I felt like I was sweating bourbon and everyone's staring at me. I was paranoid as hell. It was a terrible flight. I don't know how you could get on an airplane drunk 39 times and arrested each time. I couldn't do it. I'd quit after twice, maybe once. Well, he's a professional, I guess. More terrible band trivia. <laughs> Did you see where the uh, lead singer of Smash Mouth cussed out some dude on stage? This is recent. Like he was playing like a county fair and was <laughs> shit faced. And he okay. told some dude, I'm going to beat your effing ass like from the stage. And then the next day, like it was TMZ. And then the day after, he was like, I'm officially retiring. Oh, what? Do that? Yeah. Did he have the puka shell necklace and everything when he was oh, doing he it? He was like, he looked like you know Guy Fieri up on stage. It was, you know, I could say everything I want, but if I walked by and Smash Mouth at a county fair was singing, "I'm a believer," I would absolutely rock out. I would mm. not. I, you okay? I would sit there and I jam. He out. For, he forgot. Like you watched the video, he was forgetting the words to his own song. Can you remember all the words to those songs? To Hey Now, I'm a Rock Star? Unfortunately, I probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> you really painted Some yourself on the point. Body, body once, once told me. me. <laughs> all right, take it away, Finnegan. I'm going to get a beer. There go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so if we're going to have music inside the Caprice, this brings up a good point. We should probably get a PA system to play music outside the Caprice, too. That's what I was thinking. So Nick Taylor, Mid-American Customs, made a post. He said, I'm putting speakers in the front of my car so when I pull up to a race, I can play my own WWE-style entry music. Yeah. And I was like, that's brilliant. I'm going to do that, too. But he, no joke, did it. On the front of Uncle Sam Camaro up underneath the fiberglass front clip, he's got two like five or six inch speakers and he can blare as the as the seas part at a no prep event from clogging the burnout box. He gets to play his own entry music. That's awesome. That is kind of cool. I had a PA on my Duramax I used to yell at people with and it was such an enjoyable situation. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If you could play Logan first, then Mike. Or Logan, then I'll go, and then Mike last. I'm with the grand finale. I want Mike to think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. If you were a WWE wrestler that would be represented mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, whatever your car is, what would be your entry song? Share, do you believe in life after love? It's an easy one. Why would you even ask that question? It's so, it's so easy. It's do you believe in life after love? I mean, it's pretty much the easiest question I've ever been asked. Next. Um, mine would be Slam by onyx <laughs> i was gonna say i ain't no joke by eric b and rakim but slam is good Ooh, slam okay, is good. So eric, i like that ain't no joke i think it, i don't know i i i had the after seeing james and them with ruby on rocky mountain race week with the underglow and the neons i was like i kind of dig this like the little like goofy stuff that i used to make fun of like all the honda kids for now I kind of want it. Like we talked about it before, I think on the podcast, uh, when I bring, I, I almost, I don't know if we did or not, but I almost don't even want to say it out there because somebody's going to beat me to it, but I don't care. I'm going to set my car up when it comes back out. When I grab the trans brake button and that car gets to target boost, all the lights, the underglow are going to turn red. Every fucking light in the car is going to turn red. Like, it's time to kill you. Yeah, we dynoed a Challenger the other day that had the same thing when it went wide open throttle. That's cool. 
Oh, you if guys aren't thinking big enough. Like, dude, it, if I had something with turbos, when it hit the two-step, yeah. fireworks would shoot out. Like, just <laughs> Roman candles and shit out of the hood. Because one of the coolest things I've ever seen is um, Larry Larson's Nova, like, way back, back in the day at Drag Week. Um, when he finally ran a six, it was at night. The track was closing. And when it was on the two-step, you could see every leaky joint in his yes. exhaust system under the car. That. Because it was just fire everywhere. It was so incredible. And I, ever since then, I'm like, Roman Candles, dude. I just want to shoot shit. I remember here. seeing that. that was, wasn't it? It was still kind of, it was still pink almost. No, it was where he first painted it silver or whatever. Yeah, it was silver. I remember that, seeing those videos with like the wastegate dumps under the front. And then what are the rules against fireworks on Drag Week? I there, don't that, think there are any. It's frowned upon. Like, I'm sure it is, but there's nothing that says, I think as long as it goes up not down on the track you'll be fine yeah it doesn't say you can't have whistle tips doesn't say you can't have fireworks i mean there's things you can be doing them i like it i like all of it <laughs> pull a parachute all of a sudden roman candles are shooting i point them the wrong direction they're shooting like, inside the cabin somehow every pass when you pull the shoot it's a gender reveal for somebody in the crowd you know that's great <laughs> that's this dude keeps dusting the track down day five that's oh that's how we're closing it out day five of drag week logan's gender reveal it's Wait, logan. what am i choosing it's to be logan revealing his gender <laughs> yes it's just a neutral I, I, I neutral gray color. i don't even know it's just it's butternut just, butternut is a non-binary <laughs> color we fill the whole parachute bag with flour just big white cloud just poof be <laughs> yeah. good i love it i love all of this i'm i am genuinely hyped up for drag week i have done nothing but ridicule rye in the past for doing it um mainly because he quits pretty quickly Ooh, sorry buddy no but for real i didn't i've never even really considered doing it i will say that i like i have seen a ton more interest in drag and drive events in the last couple of years than previous years it's like it's always been a big deal but the steamroll has just and i don't know if sick week had a lot to do with that rocky mountain race weeks had a lot to do with that but I feel like, is it fair to say that Drag Week is the OG? I mean, that, has yeah. there been any? That was the first, correct? That was the first, yeah. yeah. And, and Drag Week, in all fairness, is, is a ripoff of a one lap of America. It's the That's same fair. concept, yeah. um, but, but applied to drag racing. And, and I think the reason why it's so popular, not just Drag Week, all these things, is once you do one, you're like, I don't ever want to go regular drag racing again. You know, you don't get yeah. to drive your car enough. You sit around all weekend. You know, it's not as fun as hitting the road and seeing all these little towns and just watching ridiculously fast cars every day, you know, and you play your cards, right. Depending on how they do the run order. If you guys are pitifully slow, you may get to sit around all morning and watch fast cars go. Dick. So I know I just did that. It's stick week. I, I, literally... I know I've, I've, we thought about it because we're Scott from drag week. Scott Scott is bringing his car. He's going to be running in a class for sure. That car should run. Uh, conservatively, he can dial it and run eight five with an in, like index class, or he kind of wants to go into super street, so just to push it well past whatever he can. But um, we have been talking strategy here, and it's not a team sport, but obviously you want to drive with your friends. So if he's yeah. in the fast class, then we can't necessarily be in Street Machine Eliminator if we want to go and hang out with the fr other friends that are doing it. So um, well. That's kind of here's where we're the, at. Here's the thing is you will plot and plan and strategize and it will all go out the window on day one. 
Oh, yeah. When somebody has an issue or the track get oiled or whatever it is, and suddenly it doesn't matter, you know, what group you're in, you're probably going to end up leaving at the same time as your buddy anyway. Cause yeah. like, like the A group is, you know, most of the time going to go first. Right. And, you know, if you're in Street Machine Eliminator, you're like, oh, I'm not in the A group. He's going to take off and leave. Dude, it is so hard to get a good lick in one pass. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Hit the road. Like the people that are able to do that are rare. That was, you know, when we did it in 2018, that was one of the things that the last day. So we heard it in Bristol on Thursday and then we made it to Atlanta, made our one hit, and we're like, okay, we're going to thrash to try to make another eight second pass because that was one of the goals i set for myself was to run an eight at every track and i went down and ran like a 16 but the car was had his tongue hanging out and i pulled back around and i'm like okay now we're we've done it we've met goal number one which is finished drag week and i looked at scott and you know we're both beat red dead tired and i go we can turn this in and say we finished it and we met our number one goal and then we can go over there and watch some racing something we haven't done all week and we can hang out in the stands and we can have a beer and enjoy some drag racing, which is one of the things like you don't get to do that when you're a competitor. So I think that's, which is why I'm not a competitor ever. <laughs> one of the things that like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, for, I'm excited for this year with the Caprice because it's not going to be the fastest thing in the world. It's not going to suck. Uh, come on, man. Fire. Everyone's shitting on the speed of the, the Caprice. Shitting on the Caprice. It's going to be a fast it, it, missile. It's going to be fast. It's going to be able to do nasty burnouts. It's going to be able to see me, that idiot, and a couple other friends. And it's going to be a party mobile. And we're going to go and actually enjoy the event. Because that's where, you know, 2019, I came back. Day one didn't go the way I wanted it to. And I acted like a huge freaking baby and took my ball and went home. And I want to be on the flip side of that coin and just go out there just to have fun. So. I'm super. I'm. I think I'm more excited about this, almost than my first drag week. So I think I look at it like this: when, like, uh, you go on a trip with with a bunch of homies, right? But they're not like your core homies. And then that you go to this, and you have a good time, right? It's a badass place to go. But then you go with like more of your core homies to the same place. The place is usually more fun. But now it's going to be literally a group of every one of our like. Having, I think if John L goes, it's going to be absolutely awesome. Mike, you're going to be there, and I'm going to ridicule you the entire time. I'm going to make your life a living hell. And then having hugely disappointed if you didn't try. <laughs> my goal, just so we're clear, my goal is for the end of drag week for you to never want to see me again. That's sort of I like. I can't believe <laughs> I've already got that long. I got to be honest. I can't. I got Steve Morris to want to throw me out of his shop in all of seven minutes. So you have a. It's an easy record to break. But this is. I think it's going to be just a an all-around awesome time i'm really really stoked it's gonna be a good time it, uh, it's gonna be amazing and, and you guys like it's gonna surprise you everything you just said is a good goal to have and it's gonna surprise you because we just did a sick week in february and we had a 14 second car and on the day number one i got to see drag racing it was great yeah our 14 second car had me busting my ass the whole week and didn't really see drag racing again after that I, that's that's what i'm looking forward to is to be able to actually do some spectating and see all of the that's what I mean. you might not you, you might think you're going to just because you brought a quote-unquote slower car oh, it but I'm stop not, with this anyway. it's not a slow car i, I said am, slower man it's a, it's a race slower. car 
I mean, Damn! I said slower when I meant was piece of shit. Just because. It's <laughs> <laughs> because. I'm gonna. You know what, man? You know what? Nays always naysaying. Yeah, I got something for you. You bring a sedan. I'm gonna throw the gauntlet. You bring. You bring a Fairmont. Go ahead and bring one, bub. He has a Fairmont. Shut up! I don't know the facts about the man's whole life. Bring something. <laughs> Something that sits the same as the Caprice right now. I would Real. love to see Rick Flairmont go out there. I think it'd be sick out there. It's a good uh, name. God, did you come up with that name? Oh, yeah. Shit, that's a good name. Yeah, you said butternut it. earlier, and all I can think about is how to name the Caprice something to do with butternut. <laughs> Call it butterbean. We'll Three print. nipples. I think, I think Finnegan needs to name the car. Now, I'm excited to see Logan experience his first Dragon Drive event and see... Uh, this would be the longest time we spent together at a actual race event. Like, really? Uh, yeah. Besides, I mean, PRI. I don't remember a lot of that. <laughs> well, yeah. once you do this, you're going to realize like, oh, why am I building all these other cars that are single use? And, you know, you're going to go like, that's it. I need to go back and rebuild the RX-7 so I can <laughs> drive it. You know, I feel that way even right now before doing Dragon Drive. Don't worry. my, <laughs> I'm telling you, I hate everything I own. Except the Caprice. Caprice is the best car that's ever been built by human hands. So, the oh Logan, yeah, personal personalized plate. You need to get not an LTD. Yes. <laughs> also, I can't. I don't know that I can get a personalized plate because when I when I went to register the Caprice, the lady at the DMV in in Spencer County, Kentucky, looked at me. She looks at me. She looks at the paper. Looks at me. Looks at the paper. She's like, "What's the name of your street?" And I tell her, and she's like. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you not believe that that's where I live? She she starts typing like an airplane attendant, and wouldn't register the car. She thought I was lying about the address. That's how that's small town though. Like small town, everybody knows everybody and where everyone lives. And she almost didn't allow me to register the car because she thought that I made up the address. So if I have to go back there for a custom plate, it's gonna be hell on earth, man. Yeah, but, she's gonna be like, that's not a caprice. Instead <laughs> <laughs> she, no, L- she'll change the plate to this this is an ltd somehow she'll bring limited it. edition <laughs> ltd for show <laughs> it's not a bad name actually <sighs> hey rye out of yeah. curiosity um where's the best place to get turbochargers clutch kits and ls performance parts well logan if you need a turbocharger i would probably head over to forceperformance.shop it's a good and, website for turbochargers what yeah. about clutch kits uh, if you need a clutch, um, oh, what's that place? It's big. Fr- what's Frankenstein? Dracula? They're all um, monsters. Loch Ness. Yeah, Loch Ness. That ooh, monster, monster clutch clutches. company. Okay, if, good. Monster clutches. If you don't name your next clutch the Loch Ness, it's a good one. Like you can make a lockup clutch, they call it the Loch Ness, and your name is Monster Clutches. <laughs> Holy shit! It writes itself. It does. It really does. Monster Clutches. For all your uh, manual goodness, and then what about LS parts? Where do I go for that? Uh, you know, if I was a betting man, you could probably find some pretty good LS stuff, uh, even LT stuff over at BrianTooleyRacing Also, Dodge stuff too. They got Dodge stuff. It's too. weird. It's like That's everybody good. thinks they're just like this Ooh. one lane, and they don't participate. Many lanes. They're, they got a whole bunch of lanes. Three of them. It's, it's a almost- dike. It's a dike, if you will, which is many different streams from a single. Oh, okay. Yeah. In a highway. Wasn't sure where you were going with that. I mean, we can just call it a highway. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? BrianTooleyRacing.com. Hey, speaking of turbos, how restrictive do you think this is? 
Oh my! No, no, no! That's the CX Racing. Hold on, the 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 merge. The it, the internet is telling me that uh, I shouldn't okay. have done it this way. Where what, the th- what's feeding what, it? All right, time so out. The main the main Good reducer time. is that a piece you made or did you buy that main reducer? No, I made this. Okay, I'm pointing at the screen like you can see me point. By the way, <laughs> so these are just two, two and a half inch ninety degree bends. Emerge here. And then flare up to a three to a four into a dual seal connector. And the internet is telling me that this short section here is too restricted because it's yeah. too. I mean, what's power goals? I don't think it's three meters. To no, power. it'll be fine. It'll it's make 1500. all the power. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, it's the internet. I feel like they're always right. So, you know, when my mind really got blown. Hold on, hold on. When... Can we, wait, wait, I'm going to back up to the pointing at the screen thing what you were doing earlier. Yeah. Do you nod at the drive-thru when they're like, would you like to upsize that? Every time I say yes <laughs> and I nod. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I so have here- when they get it right, even when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a car in the dyno, in the chassis dyno, and it was a single turbo LS. And this is why I hate throttle body. Like, I've got to do 120 millimeter throttle body. Went from a 76 millimeter throttle body to a 90 millimeter throttle body and picked up, I think, eight or nine horsepower peak same boost level which i mean it's, it's a gain but everyone's like you have to do this you have to do this you have to do this really? i hate i just hate it i hate that see i like hearing actual verifiable information because everybody like I, I put up a youtube video today and uh and this was in it and they were and there were a bunch of people that were like no the two and a halves when they merge together, you should have put that merging to a three and pie cut the three into the four. And I was like, yeah, but this fit better. And so that's why I did it. And they're like, it's going to be restrictive. I've also like, heard some pretty smart people argue too, that like the smaller throttle body will actually slow down the charge, the air going in past the throttle body. So it doesn't, because otherwise if it comes in super, super fast on a, like a EFI manifold, it'll crash and bounce into the back of the wall and you get that reversion. So you get crazy like turbulence. And wouldn't that increase velocity when you reduce the overall diameter of the hole? I'd say, I don't know. I don't know. Some over the garden hose says yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is how God, I actually I, do most I of my that, engine builds. I use that fucking that all the time. Just when I'm watering the flowers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And also, when I'm like, trying to, when I'm, when I'm speaking no, to and also, but I've been trying to explain how boost works to people. No, that's yeah. got my own handheld bidet at home. That's what I use. I don't use toilet paper. <laughs> Full circle, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we go back to all the things. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I just take the top off the tank and sit on it and splash up. Mike, back. have you ever used a bidet? No. You're no. lying. You're lying through your teeth. You have no, absolutely. I, I I'd like to try one. You mean to tell me your storied career in automotive, you never been put up at a swanky hotel that had a jet that would shoot at your butthole? No, dude, it's roadkill. We, you know, we, we've been to Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) You just uh, shit on a whole state. Other than uh, the one time we went to Australia for three days, I haven't been anywhere (laughs) outside of the continental United States. I'll tell you what, Clapped Out's going to put you up in a nice pad in Chandler, Arizona. That's going to have a bidet. And you need to report back. I want a whole article on butthole washing. Rye, you can join if you want. Uh, Rye, have you been? Have you sat in a bidet? Yeah. So my first experience. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times, but no. First experience running into a bidet. 
uh, I got so I'm on a deployment, and I what the fuck? Where are you? Who are you fighting it? You guys get bidets. Uh, we go all over the world, bro. So oh, in a country, our tax dollars hard at work. In a European country, sit in a hotel, and there's the hotel has a toilet, and then bidet is a separate thing next to it. Oh. I'm in the bathroom. I'm on the toilet doing my thing, and my buddy comes in, very inebriated, busts in, and sits down on the the the, 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 bay, the bidet. The bidet. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he goes, chill out, bro. There's two toilets in here. I'm like, it's not a toilet. And then he so, shit in the bidet. Yeah, he shit in the bidet. Oh man, did he make a little shit fountain out of the bidet? No. Hey, he so the bidet is not for defecating. Well, no, no. In here, it, it, it depends on where you're at, and it depends on how much. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you poop in one toilet, and then you get up, swap over, sit, and wash? In certain places, a bidet is an entirely separate appliance. I don't know what you would call it. It's a. It's but is a, it dedicated to washing? Not is it a dedicated toilet? to washing? Yes, that's correct. So it's a dedicated, but it's got to have a drain that's big enough to take chunks, if, unless you got like, a, swish, a squishy yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think you're supposed to, in, in I mean, in modern day wipe then use the bidet what's the point of the bidet okay can we just all agree is there a better feeling than taking a giant dump and then getting right in the shower versus getting out of shower and having to take a big dump oh yeah that's in the shower yeah yeah. Shit in the shower? That's I, don't trust, I don't oh. trust. Mike, yeah, Mike's nickname in high school was Waffle Stomp because he would just <laughs> smash his poop down the grate. Uh, and for the record, I don't trust anybody who doesn't pee in the shower. Uh, yeah. uh, I pee in my pants. Like, is this uh, is this how this podcast you thought this was going to go? <laughs> Your sponsors are going to be thrilled. Oh, they, they, they're... Checks are cashed. Bring it on. <laughs> they knew what this was before they got into this. Fortunately, I worked for one of them, and the other two know we're lunatics, so I think hey, we're good. You guys want to play trivia real quick? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, what the designer and the designer of the Pontiac Aztec? I know this one. His name Tom Peters. What other car? He arguably designed the ugliest car on the planet. What he designed other something car? dope too? Something what, like a Z3 Roadster or something. What other car did he design? It's something good. It's not. It's something the opposite of an Aztec, I think. Right, mm-hmm. Mike. I'm you know, friends with, I'm friends with that dude's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. Get, I didn't scroll that far down in Wikipedia, so we'll just. I didn't know. It actually, I, says that on his Wikipedia page. I didn't know. Yeah. That, oh, it uh, says right Mike here. Finnegan is friends with his daughter. Friends with Sarah Peters. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that. Uh, well, I'm not good friends, more acquaintances than anything. But I didn't know she was his daughter until after I made fun of the car at dinner. Which was oh, Aztec, dickhead. <laughs> and she worked for General Motors, Chevrolet. Like, everyone, my it. dad built the Aztec. You <laughs> fucking asshole. Ooh, yeah. Check, please. It was awkward. Uh, what else and did then, he design? Anybody know? No, I'm, I'm very yeah, excited. Well, I feel like answer. you peak with the Aztec. Where are you going yeah. after that? <laughs> he designed this. The C6 Corvette. Ah, the C6 Z06. The oh, that's why we were at dinner. I one. That's, that's why I met her. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude. Yes. So the you're same... telling me that this man, his comeback tour, there's not many sequels better than the original. Yep. So he came back heavy with the C6. Yeah. Yep. That's a heavy hitter. They're okay. all going to laugh at me. Keep laughing. How about this? Wait, <clears> when did <throat> the Aztec come out? Uh, I don't know. I closed the window. 
I think 2000, so, 2000, I think around 2000 is when I remember seeing him. Did they overlap at all? I don't know. I don't know when Do that like got killed off. Was, was his drive in life to, to pay him, pay the world back for the Aztec? <laughs> you think it was part of it? I think he probably liked the Aztec. Because why? I mean, why would you make something, you know, that you didn't enjoy? Is it disrespectful? Did he I do it every car Aztec, I built? Right? <laughs> every car I put together, I feel that way. They, actually, they did overlap because 2005 was when the Pontiac Aztec went, <clears throat> went away. They're all going to laugh at me. Okay, here's another one. Um, the gentleman by the name of Camillo Pardo designed the Ford Windstar. What else did he design? Ford GT. Oh, way, way later. A Maverick. The Ford GT, you're right. Was I really? Yep. Oh, Camille, wow. Camille Pardo, same dude who designed a Ford Windstar. Like the new body or the, the retro body? 2005. That's, no, that is a that doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really count. I mean, it, it does. does. It does. He also designed, you guys remember the, um, the Dodge Tomahawk concept motorcycle? Yes, the big V10 motorcycle. It was a V10, and it had uh, twin wheels on the front and yeah. the rear. Yeah, it looked like something Batman would ride. Yes. Yeah. It looked, it's, I'm pulling it up right there. I want to say that was at the auto show, Chicago Auto Show, at some point. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> they. I remember people on the internet like sharing this as if like every time somebody would say like my Hayabusa is fast, people would share this image like Dodge says this thing will do 400 miles an hour. <laughs> it was just. It was like a concept car motorcycle that just became an instant meme. Hey, speaking of concept cars, did you Tesla's Roadster? Is that thing ever coming out? It's, it's <laughs> no. It's, where's our cyber trucks? Where's my bulletproof fucking cyber truck, Mister Finnegan? Do you like the cyber truck? Are you going to be a cyber truck owner? No, it looks like something my kid would draw. Yes, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not against it in general. It's just is not cool looking like joe rogan made a post about it recently and was like it's so innovative it's so beautiful and i went on his post and was just like nah nah it's not (laughs) really not it's not i I, I, i'm guessing you're friends with elon because that is not beautiful well i think like the the roadster so the the cyber truck created a bunch of buzz and i'm i'm paraphrasing here because i've heard matt farah on smoking tire talk about this and so when the Roadster came out, they took pre-orders for it. And I think the pre-order amount was like almost two grand to put a deposit on one for your order. It's not then, bad for a quarter million dollar car. And then the Cybertruck deal dropped and your pre-order amount was $100. So if, and maybe I'm just speculating here because I'm not a huge business guy, but like if I, I'm not, big, I'm not big on business. If I create all this buzz about this fucking crazy truck that nobody's ever seen before, and then say, "Hey, you can put a deposit down for a hundred bucks," and then I take that information and I go, "Look, I got a hundred million people ready to buy this truck right now, and this is how much revenue I've generated already simply off the hype." Would you like to invest? And then people are like, Ooh, "Yeah, but here, Elon is like big on self sufficiency from a financial standpoint." Yeah. But at the same time, I don't. I but don't. Tesla's a publicly traded company. Fair. He's so. not dumb. I mean, no, he's no, fast and loose with his tweets. That's a dude. brilliant dude. thing. That's a brilliant way to get people to be interested in something that you know. Yeah. If, if the deposit was thirty grand, no way. Yeah, no one not, would do it. Not very many people would 
But so it, now the, it's been two years since the Cybertruck hype, and not one has been sold. We just keep getting what, the same thing coming out again: the Model S, yeah. Model the the, the Model Three, Model S, Model like the Plaid, Model like, Y. It's the same fucking car. Did you see again. what Elon replied to that Russian? And this is not political, but did you see what he replied to that Russian like <laughs> missile maker guy was? No. So, okay. This is why I like Elon Musk. He's funny as shit. He put po- this dude posted up something like, we're going to stop selling missiles to America. They're not going to be able to buy missiles anymore. They can try to reach space on their broomsticks. And then Elon posted a picture of like SpaceX 10 million and was like, I introduced you America's broomstick. And I'm like, that's such a good fucking clapback. <laughs> <laughs> what a clapback on this dude. Like, oh no, don't sell us your missiles. I'm going to Mars. So I don't really care. <laughs> just so funny to me. The dude's just hilarious. That's as political as I'll get. Yep. All right, Rye, you want to take us home? Um, sure. I got, I mean, unless you want to keep talking, I'm cool with whatever. No, we're good. This has been the Clapped Out Podcast presented by Monster Clutches, Brian Tooley Racing, and Force Performance Turbochargers. Mike, would you have anything you would like to plug? Me? Nah, yeah. I'm good. No, he doesn't uh, want anything to do with it. <laughs> it pretty much watch, plugs itself. Watch Roadkill. There you go. <laughs> there you go. On the uh, Motor Trend Plus app. Yeah. Yes. And, and watch Finnegan's Garage on YouTube, please. Yes. What order to Finnegan's Garage and subscribe. Yes, absolutely. Yes. All of that. All of the above. Yeah. All right. Done. This is the Clapdown Podcast, and we're out. Peace. <laughs>